Paul and Angie Lingzo, founders of the Lingzo Fitness Academy, bring you the missing piece. Mission, mindset, and mechanics for your complete transformation. As creators of the Anti-Diet Mindset Reprogram, Paul and Angie have all the missing pieces you need to make the leap to your best life. Welcome to The Missing Piece. What's up, Ange? Hey, Polly. We got our first episode rebranded as The Missing Piece today. I'm pretty excited about it. Yeah, with our cool new mics. With our, <laughs> Yeah, that's right, with our cool new mics. And so The Missing Piece that we're discussing today is probably one we're going to have to come back to time and time again because it looks a lot of different ways. But today, we're going to talk about the missing piece being courage. And when we want to make a breakthrough, when when we're on a mission to go from surviving to thriving and really want more for ourselves and more for our lives, there's a lot of things that hold us back and a lot of things that are scary. And so today, uh, we're talking about courage and specifically, we're talking about the courage to define our own success and make our own rules because that is... Terrifying, <laughs> you know, when, when you've been brought up a certain way and, and, and you've seen, I don't know, you've been given a path, maybe right. High school, college job or whatever, whatever path that was, you know, sort of presented to you and your family. If you, if, if it doesn't work for you and you want to stray from it, that can, that can be terrifying. And that's exactly what we're going to talk about today. All right. Cool. Cool. So, uh, you know, as far as, you know, the mindset goes that, that you need to make that breakthrough, let's call it, uh, you can really just look at courage. It's it's just action in the face of fear. So it's not that you're going to be fearless. Nobody's fearless, but you're gonna you're gonna run into these moments where you're kind of faced with something that's uncomfortable or, or scary, or you know there's a possibility of failing or possibility of losing, whatever the case is. And courage is just simply finding a place to move in spite of that fear, anyway. And right, so to look it in the face and to look it in the face and just keep going. Right. And so when we talk about defining our own success and making our own rules, I think we really got to name what, what is the fear? What, what is so scary about that? And I think a lot of times it's fear of judgment, you know, um, fear, maybe fear of rejection from those closest to us. Yep. I mean, that, that's a big one. Right. And sometimes it's fear not, of change itself. Right. Like stepping out of the comfort zone. Well, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, I think that that's a good point because sometimes what drives change is that the pain of changing keeps us in place. But sometimes the pain of staying in place is greater than the pain of changing. So that's when when like that change can really be driven. Right. Where we just know like one more day of this, I'm going to lose it. You know what I mean? And, um, I think we've both been there with different, you know, parts of our life. Certainly, certainly starting the gym, I was just like, man, if I, if I work one more day doing, (laughs) doing this, it's one more, it's one less day I have in my life to do what I actually want to be doing. So that was super painful. Like that fear of wasting my life was greater than the fear of the unknown at that point. And, you know, I jumped and started the gym and that was, that was pretty cool. Right. 10 years ago. And, you know, obviously it wasn't like, it's not like a fairy tale story. Like it was up and down. There was, I mean, we can't get into all the downs, you know what I mean? But like, uh, there's certainly plenty of ups and it it let us here. So that's cool. Um, and I think at that point of your life and mine's a similar story, like the missing piece, we, we didn't feel fulfilled and mm -hmm. that in itself outweighed the fear of that change, right? We were willing to make some changes and some jumps towards something that was in the unknown just to see what that felt like. 
Yeah. And I think it came down to, I think it came down to defining our own success because we were both on maybe what you'd call a more traditional path. Yeah. We were on good paths. We you know, were. Um, with, with stable employment and college degrees and like all, and all that sort of stuff. And so the success on that path is promotions and it's pay raises and it's 401ks and it's retirement. You know, and that I think that was really where I started going like, oh, I don't know if this is for me. You know, um, I don't I don't know if I can sit here and trade away my days for the promise of doing nothing in retirement. <laughs> you know, like it just didn't add up for me. Right. Like I wanted I wanted to I wanted to to kind of feel alive right now today and do what I had to do today. And, and if that meant, you know, making less money, if that meant financial risk, uh you know, I, I was at least willing to try it out. Yeah, and part of you defining your success then was right. feeling alive. Yeah, exactly right. Yeah, defining my, my success looked a lot different uh, to myself, and, and even you know, so just starting the gym, like it's it's kind of funny to admit this, but like success at success at first was just like, can I pay rent at yep. the gym? You know, and I started with zero clients, and it's like, hey, can I can I just make the rent this month? So I was working like this is crazy. Like this is probably a limiting mindset. I'm glad I broke out of, but working 50 and 60 hours a week living at my mom's house as a grown ass man and not paying myself because I was literally just trying to get the thing going and all, all the money was going to rent or whatever. Right. And, um, you know, that's fine. Then I defined that success. And then when I looked at it and I got to, I'm like, well, this is great and I'm super happy, but like, obviously I need to make some money. Um, then I was able to just redefine my success, yep. you know, and just, and just keep going. But it was, it's not like I had the whole end game figured out. It wasn't like, Hey, I'm going to start this gym. I'm going to make $0 for like whatever a year. Um, I'm going to go through all these ups and downs. I'm going to, there's going to be a pandemic 10 years from now. That's going to, that's going to close our brick and mortar. And then I'm going to start a podcast. Like that was, that was of course never the end game. <laughs> no. Right. But there was, there was, there was a success in the way I wanted to feel. And I knew that the path that I was on, I didn't feel like I was thriving. And I needed to make some massive, massive changes. Right. And, and I think that's, I think that's where we got to get into because sometimes the fear leads to indecision, right? Fear keeps us stuck. And then the thing is not deciding to do something is a decision too. Yep. You know? And so when we go back to the fear, like what is the fear? It's the, it's the fear of judgment. It's the fear of not doing what we should be doing. Um, you know, that's let's let's start naming that for people in a fitness way, you know, um, and, I, and I can just say straight up fear of fear of not doing what we quote unquote should be doing. And I think a lot of people, especially our age, you know, when you have families and you have careers and you have kids and you have responsibilities, they're like, man, I don't I don't I, sh- I shouldn't be taking time for myself. I shouldn't care what I look like. I shouldn't care how much I bench. I shouldn't care how much I deadlift. I shouldn't care if I have love handles. I shouldn't care if uh, I have to wear a t-shirt in the pool, right? (laughs) Or whatever it is, you know what I mean? And the thing about the word should is that it just sucks and it's stupid. And who decides what should and shouldn't be for you, you know? And and that's, that's the whole point here is you got to face that. First of all, that's perceived judgment, you know? We have all these things where we think people are going to judge us, but then they probably won't. They probably don't care. Um, <laughs> I was going to say the same thing. They're only worried about themselves. Yeah, right. <laughs> They're not thinking about you. Yeah. But, but you know, more importantly, if they do, who cares? Because, you know, are you going to, are you going to let what somebody might think, you know, 
let it you live another day with yeah. you having something really amazing on the other side. Yeah, exactly right. And it's like, of course, like, of course, you're not going to do that. Right. And, so, and usually that judgment piece coming from someone else is because they want to know exactly what it is you're doing and why it's working for you and why you maybe are a, a happier version of yourself or you're physically looking different. And so usually remember we say hurt people hurt. So if they're hurting and they're wondering why you're feeling better, they want to know what it is, but they don't actually know how to articulate that into words. And so it's going to come off as a little bit more of a negative emotion being directed at you. And so, yeah, they, yeah, they, they don't know how to interact. They with, don't know how they, to interact. They don't know how to interact with this new behavior that they're seeing in you. You're changing your behaviors is a change to their environment. Yes. Like if you like if you're around somebody a lot and then you change your behaviors, that's actually a change to their environment. Right. And so then they might not know how to deal with it. And it, and it might come it off as back weird. to that fear again. Yeah. Like it what? might come off some, you know, come off as some comment or whatever. And it that, means nothing. And it means nothing. Right. But I think I think you hit on something even more important is that. You know we role model off of each other so much as humans, right? We, 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 we see what's possible when we, when we look at other people and regardless of if you are thriving and crushing it and living a life that's true and authentic to you, or if you are, you know, a slave to a job that doesn't pay them enough, either way, somebody's looking at you and going, mm-hmm. that's what's possible. So, you know, when you start unpacking like that, that fear of judgment, you got to, you got to, Stop worrying about the external and worry about like, hey, what's what's internal? Because what's authentic to me is going to have a more positive ripple effect uh, if I if I step out and do it, you know. And so when we look at. So. So, yeah, I mean, let's just talk about it from a fitness perspective. You know, like, what does it look like? What is some of the um, resistance that you might face? I was going to say the lack of courage around wanting to actually make that change. And I think a big part of that resistance is you are going to have to change some behaviors Mm -hmm. and it's going to take some time and it's going to take patience. And we live in a world where patience isn't a thing and we Mm -hmm. don't like the way that it feels. And in order to step out of that comfort zone and know that you're going to have to put time and effort into it, you are, it's going to require patience and it's going to require making some habit changes and you have to be okay with it. And sometimes you think about, well, I don't have the time to do that, right? I don't have an extra hour to put in to a workout or to measuring or tracking my food or whatever it is. But once you get into anything, like you give it 30 days and then you give it 60 days and then you give it 90 days and it becomes autopilot, like these behaviors no longer seem like that far out of reach. And I think that's a big one. Like Yes, we're talking about fear of judgment and having courage to do it, but courage equals time and it equals patience. And Mm -hmm. a lot of our like people feel like that is a big missing piece for them. Like, how am I going to make it all work together? And does it make sense? Like, yeah, yeah. I mean, I think you could probably back it up even further and be like, well, what is success for you in your fitness? Yeah. You know, and, and having the courage to define that for yourself. And then, yes. And then those behaviors are going to have to change. Yep. But if you, I think the, the courageous part is defining your own success and, and being okay with it. And and that makes sense because people are probably thinking their beha- behaviors have to look like somebody else's. Uh, yeah. Right. Well, and it, they're, uh-huh. right, it, it, and they're like, well, I can't do that. It, it works both ways because there's, there's first of all, defining your own success and just playing down what you actually want. Right. And being like, oh, I, I don't really care how I look like I just want to be fit. You know what I mean? And it's like, OK, well, if, if, if that's what you 
put if that's the the low bar that you set, then obviously you don't have to make that many changes. But you're going to be disappointed with the outcome if that's yes. if you want more than that, right? Um, but then it does it does go to the other end of the spectrum as well, where you might see somebody who's extremely fit. You know, fit. I mean, that means a million things. Let's just call it lean, yeah. lean and muscular, right? Um, you know, very low percent body fat, like good looking. Um, and, and you might go, gosh, you know, they're obsessive and, and I don't, I don't need to be that lean. You're like, gosh, you know, if that's 8% body fat, I'd be happy at 15, right? Um, well, that's cool. That's okay. Like you don't have to be just because you are taking on a fitness lifestyle doesn't mean you have to be the champion of fitnessing. It doesn't mean you have to break a deadlift world record. It doesn't mean you have to go to the CrossFit games. It doesn't mean you have to um, eat tilapia and broccoli until you're 8% body fat. Or like, a 900 calorie diet. Like, yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. It's it's literally whatever you want it to be. And and I think that's... That, that's the missing piece. That's People the missing think it piece. it has to be somebody else's behaviors in mm-hmm. order for them to have the same success. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And I was, um, I, I, I did a little video on this in our group, right. Um, the other day, but it's like, I was calling it our, our own proprietary blend of goals. And, um, you know, cause RJ texted me and, and he wants to do an ultra marathon for his 40th birthday. And so for you guys that don't know, like I've, the longest race I've ever run has been nine miles. Yeah. So when Paul told me he was going to yeah. do ultra, I was like, oh. Yeah. My buddy, okay. my buddy wants to do a 66K, which is like a 40 mile race. And, you know, as it just as we were talking about it and stuff, he was, you know, he was like, man, I'm seeing, all, I'm seeing pictures of all these guys winning the race and we're not going to be able to be jacked. <laughs> He's like, and I was like, well, those are the fastest guys. We don't like, we, we don't have to sign up to be competitive ultra marathoners. Like we can just go and finish the race at our, you know, this is, this is uphill, you know, this is mountainous and, and whatever. So it's like a 16 minute mile pace is like fine, you know? And, um, and we, and we can finish well before the cutoff. We can enjoy the experience and, Therefore, we can position our training to where we can still be jacked. And we, you know what I mean? And, and it was funny because then he texted me. He's like, he, when he was asking me something about lifting, and I was like, well, what are you trying to do? He's like, well, I'm trying to be a below average and jacked ultra marathoner. <laughs> you know, it was just such a funny, like, proprietary blend of goals. Yeah. Um, but it makes sense. You know, that's what he wants. And he named it. So I'm like, cool. Like, that's how, that's how we're going to train. Um you know, that's how we're going to train. We're going to train to finish the race, not to, you know, and the thing is, if we told ourselves, you know, if we told ourselves, oh, I don't care about being jacked because I want to get the nine minute miles or whatever it is, right? You're going to put in so much work and, you know, maybe you hit that pace and that feels good, but then you're going to be kind of bummed out that, you know, you miss lifting. You liked lifting. You liked being jacked. You know what I mean? Like you're going to miss out on that. And so I just... It, it was it was a great example of that. Like so many times defining success for ourselves, we do role model off each other and we see what's possible. But then I think the missing piece is being able to say, hey, that person did that. I know that it's possible. And here's how I'm going to do it. Like with Take what I want. ownership of yeah. what you want. Yes. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that's it. That's the missing piece is mm-hmm. taking ownership. Yeah. And then of, making of what you actually want. Of what yeah. you actually want. Yeah. I mean, we could because I'm, a lot of people come and they're like, well, you know, I've done the plan that my neighbor has done or I've mm-hmm. done the workout plan that my sister did or whatever it is. I'm like, OK, but that was the plan that worked for them. Right. Like we have to define what you want and what you ultimately want out of it and be OK with that. Like because work worked for them, worked for them 
for a certain reason and it might not work in your lifestyle mm. and it might not work with your time commitment. So you have to be open to owning your own experiences. Well, yeah. And it's not only owning your own experiences, but it's creating a, them. It's creating them. Yeah, it's absolutely creating it's, them. So yeah. it's, it's being willing to change your goal with time because you're like, Hey, I want that. And you start moving towards it and you're like, man, there's this whole other thing. There's a whole other goal. I didn't even know it was possible, but now I want that. Or, or, Oh, there's that other thing. I want to blend these two. Um, so that's part of it is just being willing to change as you go. But then also part of it is really engaging in a process. It's not trusting a process. It's engaging in a process because nobody has your exact goals. So you can't buy a book about it. I mean, I guess you could, if, if your goal was like very specific, if your goal is like, I want to, you know, you know, whatever it is, I want to, if there's, I, I should say straight and narrow goals, there's specific ones for it. There's running a marathon as fast as possible, right? There's increasing your 5k speed. There's getting from X amount deadlift to X amount deadlift. And there are very, very specific programs that can do that. But what they don't take into account, those specific programs, is the variable of you as a person and what else is going on in your life and what else you want to work on fitness-wise, what you're willing to put into it, what you want to get out of it. And, um, you know, that's, you have, you're only going to be able to craft your own vision, I guess, if you understand all the components, if you understand a little bit about every area and say, hey, you know, um, I want a little bit of this, a little bit of that, a little bit of this. And it's it just, it goes with engaging the process. When you're working with a coach, it, it, it means advocating for yourself and asking the right questions because that's ultimately how you're going to get the most out of it, you know? And so when you're reading a book, it's not reading a book to just take the plan and copy it. It's reading the book to see what part of the plan drives what part of the results. So you can kind of dissect it, reverse engineer it and make it your own thing, yeah. you know? Yep. So, um, that's, um, I think that's, I mean, that is the issue right? or that is the, the missing piece is saying, Hey, I've got my own proprietary blended goals and I got to advocate for myself and really define what I want and have the courage to go ha- out and do it, have the courage to go out and do it. And, you know, the- and you just hit on something and know that it's okay as you go through a process to change as you go, yeah, right? just because you stated your goals initially and that's what the plan was <clears> kind of created around. And then all of a sudden it switched because life switched or mm-hmm. your actual goal switched. It's okay. Like mm-hmm. learning how to be flexible in the face of change is a huge way to move forward. And yeah. that's when people start to see pretty cool results. Cause ultimately that's what they're looking for. Right. Like we said, most of the people we work with, they're already fit minded. They've read a lot of information out there. They've tried a lot of plans but we're going to help them do a plan with them rather than mm. just giving it directly to them. Well, yeah. And, and they, they know what they want, like kind of in their heart, they like know. at the heart level, but like maybe they're not super clear on it at like a, at a brain level because they think it has to be this or it has to be that or it has to be this, you know? I mean, I remember even just like going back in like the kettlebell world and like people kind of poo pooed on physique. You know what I mean? Like it was almost like a badge of honor to not be jacked, (laughs) you know? And, um, and I was like, well, Paul, I still want to look hot. Yeah. I kind of want to look good. And then they, and then they came up with like these arbitrary standards as well. Uh, I mean, they're not arbitrary. There, there may be good indicators, but like, you know, uh, an intermediate lifter can deadlift two and a half times their body weight and squat two and a half times their body weight and military press their body weight and like all this sort of stuff, right? There's the kettlebell snatch test, 100 reps in five minutes and this and that. And the, the problem with those goals is like, I didn't really give a shit about them, to be honest with you. Like I didn't, 
you know, I don't know. I just didn't care enough. Like I did them. And then I was like, well, I did that just because that's what it said on paper. And then I was actually secretly kind of bummed out because I wasn't jacked. Right. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like I was secretly kind of bummed out because I was uh, let somebody else define success for me. And then even when I went down the path, it was somewhat fulfilling to set a plan, work a goal, you know, meet the goal. But then I was kind of like, well, I mean, I, I, I guess. That's cool. I still look what, the what, same. Yeah. What do I get for it? Right. A, a pat on the back from somebody, you know, I'm going to see twice a year. I mean, that's silly or a virtual high five on the internet. That's ridiculous. Yeah. So, um, that's a good example where it was just like, I knew what I wanted, but I wasn't, I didn't, I didn't really know how to articulate, you know, and advocate for myself and say, Hey, I can, I can do these things or I can, I don't have to take it that far. I only want to go this far in, in terms of the deadlift and I want to spend some time in the strength aspect or I want to have him forbid do cardio, which was also poo-pooed on. So, um, you know what I mean? Like, they like poo-pooed on nutrition too. Like, right, you're yeah, going like, to have this amazing body if you just did kettlebells, yeah, right, but you but didn't yeah. pay attention to anything that you actually ate. Yeah, it was kind of, it was, it was an interesting little um, circle. But, but it was a fun world to be in. Yeah, no doubt. Made a lot of good we friends there. the kettlebell. Made a lot of good friends, had a lot of good memories, no doubt. It's just one of those things where you look back and like, I was, I was just like, oh man, like I was definitely not defining my own success. Right. You know, I was letting, you know, I was letting the standards of the group, if you will, sort of define my own success and my own identity. I was like, oh, I mean, and I'm like, oh, I'm just going to do what I want now, you know, and that felt good. Yeah. So, <laughs> all right. Well, I mean, I think we said all we got to say, you know, so the missing piece was, was courage, you know, and it was courage to, to really know what you want. To state it out loud. To state it out loud um, and get super clear on it and kind of define your own proprietary blend of success. And by I mean, again, this is fitness, but this is, this is career too. You know, this is, this is career. This is relationships. Every, there is no standard. There is no one way of doing any single thing in the world. You know, whatever you want to do, um, whatever you want to do can be done a million different ways. Your, your marriage can look a million different ways. Your, um, your career can look a million different ways. Your, your fitness can look a million different ways. Your whatever can look, your friendships can look a million different ways. And there's no single way to do it right or wrong. You know, and I think if you get out of that black or white thinking and say, hey, I, everything in That's my life. That's the mindset. Yeah, I was just going to say. Everything, yeah, everything, the mission. everything in my life is is nuanced, right? It's not black or white. It's nuanced. And it's those nuances are individual to me. Life, I, I think life gets a lot better yeah. when you get to that point. So. so if the mission is to go out there and, in the words of Paul, kick some assery, what do you say? <laughs> kick assery? Yeah, maximum kick assery. Right, like you got to have the mindset that's gotta, open to change. And, well, yeah, and you, you got to have the mindset that, uh, you know, this is this is my game. This is your plan. This, this, is, your- is, this is my game. This is my life. I define the rules. Um, and then, you know, mechanically, it's... You know, what do you actually do to get there? Right. It's, it's engagement. It's learning. You know what I mean? Um, you're, you're not just going to have this moment of clarity where every single step that you're going to take for the rest of your life is planned out. But if you just engage the process and you keep learning as you go, the, the next steps will continually be laid out for you when, when the time comes. Absolutely. Cool. Yeah. All right. I think that's it. That's it. All right. Well, good deal, guys. If you like this, uh, hit us up. Please do me a favor. Hit, Give us a review. Share it with a friend. Um, you know, let them know what we're doing over here. Yeah. All right. Talk to you soon.